In a world where you need audio heroes, several nerds will come together to fight for nerd kind. It's time for nerds to step up and unite. It's time for a Crisis on Infinite Podcast. Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know throughout the week on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world. Because my name's Hoodie. My name is Kevin. And you're officially listening to this Transformers Thursday episode of what, Kevin? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. <laughs> Roll out. I, I don't think I actually do a bad prime, honestly. It's I think not it's, that I think bad. It's, it's okay because I think uh, I don't. I don't think it's is Peter Cullen, right? Was the original voice of him? Yes. And now mm-hmm. I think it's actually the epic movie, the honest movie trailer guy that does the voice of him in like the TV shows and oh, everything. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either that or he does That's another Transformer that sounds like, you know, Optimus Primals and all that stuff we've learned on the Netflix shows. Apparently he does one of those. I was actually watching a scene from Dark of the Moon earlier. Is that the second that one? Scene, the second one? That's the third one. Oh, okay, third one. <laughs> <laughs> it was the scene where he comes into, like, I think it was Chicago and kills, like, 10 Decepticons in, like, 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say about those movies. That was an awesome scene. <laughs> isn't one isn't one of those Transformer movies Optimus just pissed off the whole time? Like, ah, F humanity. I hate you humans, but I want my Allspark. That was the fourth one, I think. Okay, I think that was the sure. fourth one. Yeah. So, all right. There you go. So, obviously, the third one causing me pissed off. But we won't <laughs> piss you off today on today's podcast. We've got a ton <laughs> of stuff to talk about. Not only is it the first Technically, what's not what's good? Uh, what if Wednesday? There we go. That's a different show. Um, so we're obviously we're talking about. Well, it's Thursday, but what if Wednesday? It's today. We're talking about the first what if episode, but we're also talking about live action Sabine Wren because it's actually in progression. It's actually happening, and who we want dreamcasted in that role for now. Now that you know Sasha Banks is someone different. Um, exactly. An update on the Powerpuff Girls series. Who is playing Knuckles, Knuck Till You Buck, in Sonic the Hedgehog 2? And then, obviously, it's the DC check-in today. We're checking in with Legends of Tomorrow, Superman and Lois, and Kevin, a returning what? Star girl. Star. You're a star girl. <laughs> also, whenever we review Sonic 2, it needs to be called um, Knuck If You Buck. Just Knuck so you know. That's, that <laughs> needs to be, like, the subtitle is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Knuck If You Buck. <laughs> Oh, what a legendary song. What if that just... Oh, that has to play. Because, like, Sonic the Hedgehog... You've seen the first movie, right, Kevin? Yes. Great right. movie. We're a little bit of tangent. That's fine. We love to get off the rails and back on the rails. It's We're a fun train that's like that. It's kind of like one of those mall trains. that They can kind of go wherever, but they're really supposed to go around the food court. It's always that angry teenager driving in front of him. Like, I hate exactly. this He's like, so much. I'm getting paid nothing for this. And he's always looking at his phone when he's driving, conducting the train, which probably isn't the smartest idea. Lousy eight twenty five an hour. Who do you think they are? Twenty five an hour, whatever minimum wages in an area near you. Um, oh, I forgot. Oh yeah, but they need to play "Knock If You Buck" in the movie because like it's a little bit of like some adult humor in there. Like that'd be perfect, or at least I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I remember somebody sampled that beat, but it was like a dancing song like a mm. couple years ago. And I played for one of the younger people at my church. I played the real version for him. He was like, "Oh, oh at church? Like, yeah, at a church event." I was outside the church. It's oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they let that be played at the church. What to say? <laughs> Outside in the parking lot, we're fine. It's like, all right, now turn to your hymn one twenty three, and then this says the Lord knocketh if you bucket. 
Anyway, no, I'm gonna look up that switch version of that song later now. I'm just curious. <laughs> um, you can always follow us at infinite underscore pods on Instagram or Twitter or Kevin in your deep optimist prime voice. Where can they go for them? Hot logs. That's 995.com slash crisis crew. There we go. Not even Optimus can withstand the clip guard of the microphone, but that's okay. It did pretty good. I heard most of it. <laughs> um, but also, um, Hank, we're doing a little bit more socially on the on the Twitters, on the at infant underscore pod. So interact with us. We'd love to hear your opinions. I know we tweeted out at the beginning of this podcast. Um, your reply with your sort of reactions, and whether it was a GIF or in words, uh, to what if, and we'd love to have your opinions. That way, we can later on the end of the episode when we're actually talking about it, have you weigh in sort of indirectly, I guess. Also, shout out to Luca Fardi, who keeps it's like the, the the band who keeps on giving to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he sent us, you made a really cool um, a meme of a scroll, and up top it says height995.com slash crisis crew, and at the bottom it says keep on scrolling. Keep it was great. Scrolling. I loved it. And that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> keep on scrolling. That is going to be a thing for this podcast um but kevin we actually made a thing uh for this podcast about a, a year ago we started this what you watching and a what you yep. playing kind of went through different phases where that's it was all we talked about on the podcast then we talked about it for two minutes now it's just the beginning of the podcast it's thursday so that means we're talking about what we've been playing the video games or life things we've been going on and i get to go first i'm excited yes. because been playing marvel's avengers again oh shock oh no <laughs> I must be missing you online, then. Every time I get on, you're always watching Netflix. I, I, I think that's our habits. Every time I'm online, you're on Netflix. Every time you're online, I'm on Netflix. So it's just like, oh, we'll never get there. Because right now, there's like an event, too, where uh, in your party, you have to have more than one of uh, the same character to get like gear and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't want to play with other players. Why can't I just have two of the same Thors in the same mission? Um, but besides the point, I'm trying to get uh, like there's an Ant-Man... Yes, ability, I guess you can have where you summon. Ant- yeah, that's what it is. An Ant-Man summon. I'm one mission away. And I, I literally right before this podcast got to the mission. So I'm excited after this to get it. Get the Ant-Man shrink ray summon thing. And then I did it because that was a long ass achievement. to get. I know I have a thing on my um on my on my Iron Man. If I, if I do the combo with the lasers, the the the. The third combo when he like shoots them out and just kind of spreads it, uh-huh. that'll shrink shrink most bosses. Is that the same thing? No. So this is actually like people forget about this a lot in Avengers. I know we, we very big proponents of this game. Hey, guess what? War for Wakanda comes out next week too. Um, so we're gonna keep on talking about it. If you actually push down both sticks, you have an extra ability, which like yeah. it, only, it recharges like every two or three minutes. Apparently, those are like your summons. Usually, it's like big energy wave or something. This one. Uh, which came with the Hawkeye DLC, I believe, um, is once you push both sticks, Ant-Man, Hank Pym pops up, and he uses a shrink ray on all the enemies, and then you can just beat him up. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That, that actually is really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I didn't do some more research. I haven't played it since yesterday morning before work. Oh, yeah, I games not, work not a long time. Not a long time at all. But yeah, it's a long-ass challenge, so like I've finally been working on it, trying to get also... Um, I have two achievements left. Not going to happen before War for Wakanda. That's okay. Um, but I've been replaying the story mode, too, just to sort of get in that mind of, all right, we're getting ready for some good some good content. About to eat. About to feast. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing the same thing, actually. And I actually, I actually rage quit the other night um, oh. playing uh, Avengers. I was doing a mission where you have to fight Monica and her clones. Have you done that one yet? 
Uh, yes. Yeah, so that is one of her villains, her villain mission, essentially. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know if I'm not far enough from her, but when you have to shoot her, when her orb is gone before she does like the, 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 the wide move, mm-hmm. for some reason, I'm not inflicting enough damage and it keeps I keep dying. And Let I just me rage quit. <laughs> teach you the ways, young Padawan. You have to hide behind the pillars that are in the arena whenever she charges up. So they'll be like, oh, oh, she's charging up. That's when you have to hide behind a pillar. Okay, because yes. I watched one video and it said don't use the pillars because after a while you run out of pillars. I'm like, oh well, man, I yeah, just but, get her now. Oh, are you playing with other players or AI? AI. Uh, so for those, I play with other players just because like they know what they're doing, and because I played okay. it with uh, AI the first time, die like how you did with people, we beat her quickly. And then there's the other one, the super adaptoid, which I don't, I almost beat one time, but then I was like, I'm not doing this again. Cause it took like almost an hour to get to that level. You play with headsets on when you do it? You just playing? No, I just these mind. randos. I do not know what was going on. I didn't want to talk to them at all. So I was just like, yeah, hey, go here. That's where we go. Me being the person that the kind of person I am, I've been burned a few times by Xbox Live Com, so I haven't been on in a while. I think most people playing now too are like people gearing up for War for the Conduct. Now next week, that's when everyone's going to be all the kids and everybody just like, oh, T'Challa, I want to play as him, and then yeah. He had a sound too. Oh, I'll be T'Challa. I'll be T'Challa. <laughs> uh, but anything else you've been playing, Kev? Uh, other than that, I guess I got to pick back, uh, pick uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla back up because I can get a cool Altair robe. Damn straight, <laughs> you get that as well as the Siege of Paris DLC comes out. I think this week uh, with the season pass for free. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even done the Ireland one yet. I'm like, oh sweet, I have two things you to do. Have now. many of things to catch up on and Black Panther next week. Man, you got you're set for days. And I will say that Assassin's Creed. Beautiful game. Oh, ooh, it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I booted it up on my 75 inch, I'm just like, wow. Sometimes I'd sit there and look like, man, that's a tree. Look at that tree. That is a tree. Do you have it on the 4K? Because <laughs> you know most, well, I think, yeah, with your Xbox, you can put it in the 4K setting option, like the high vision visuals, I guess. Yeah, and I actually had a 4K TV before this one, but it was just smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, of course, is a little bit newer, so a little bit uh, updated technology inside of it. And it looks even better than it did before. I'm like, wow, I didn't think it'd get much better than this. If I had real, real money, I could get one of those $10,000 TVs and be, be amazing looking. <laughs> now, see here, Kevin, now if you want to invest in, this is where you get uh, one of those uh, Philips smart lights, the Hue lights. And then you get extends the screen to lift the lighting. That's what I'm asking Santa for. There you go. It is a, it's a big <laughs> Santa purchase. I'll tell you that now. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, cool. Well, I'm excited you're getting into that. But Kevin... We have to get to the news. It's time for the news. That sounded like the that guy. Nickelodeon. So we're going to start off with not a Nickelodeon property, but this is a four kids animation property, I guess, if you remember. A petition is going around to make Yu-Gi-Oh! an Olympic sport, the next one to be played, most likely at the Winter Games, but not the one coming out in 2022 i don't know about Yu-Gi-Oh, but i i could see some card games becoming an olympic sport because people are really really good at them now i i could get it like i could get Yu-Gi-Oh because like you can make that legit i mean obviously they can't be kaiba core and make all these digital monsters come out of anywhere but like if you have people make a real because i think there are youtubers that have made realistic versions of the dual discs yeah now did you have one back in the day or you, we were too old for that um, it wasn't that I wasn't too old. I was just like, uh, I think I'm not into this anime. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because, uh, brother John and I, I had the dual glove from the first season that you put the little stars around and he had the dual disc. 
So every time we did that, it was like, it's time to duel, um, which is why this is the first story. Um, but yeah, the signature has, it's on change.org right now, 10,000 signatures. Actually, it might have updated since I last looked at this. Oh, zero. Oh, well, here we go. 15. Oh, it's updating now. Oh, it's updating real quick. 15,000 people have signed it. Apparently at 25,000, they let people know. Um, but if you want to do it, change.org. We'll keep in the links to Infinity on at infinite or hot995.com slash crisis crew. But I think this, what other card games do you think should be legit? Uh, Olympic sport. Magic. Magic? Okay. Magic the Gathering Pokemon. should be probably the one. I think Pokemon is an easy one. And obviously you have actual yeah. card games, you know, of gambling varieties, which I think some would say <laughs> is a sport. Depends. Texas Hold'em sometimes on the ESPN2s and all that. So I do not know how to play poker. I've I, never learned. So this is a fun fact. Uh, I, almost, <laughs> I really want to play Blackjack. I've never played it. Obviously I've seen it in movies and it's kind of luck. Um, but when we went to M- uh, the MGM National Harvard to see Bruno Mars last weekend, I was like, oh, I can do this, but I do not have the money. And no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, blackjack's not cheap. <laughs> it was not. I was like, I'd give me a dollar entry fee. And nope, cannot find that anyway. Where, where are the $5 tables? Outside. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, you get, people are supporting this Yu-Gi-Oh, at least getting entered, because of uh, competitive breakdancing being approved by the Olympic Comi- Committee in 2024. Um, and people are saying the best case scenario to have any card game at all, I guess, uh, is 2028. So a while's away. But, you know, if you keep on grinding, keep on them cards, and I bet the game's going to change completely by the time it gets to 2028. You could be at well, Olympic I agree champion. with uh, competitive breakdancing being in the Olympics. That's kind of weird. It's going to be dope. You know, it's going to be something you want to watch. It's kind of how you were like, oh, skateboarding's one now. Let's watch it. Rock climbing's one yeah. now. Let's watch it. But, okay, if they do that, they need to put cheerleading in, in, in too. Those are competitive cheerleading competitions. There is, ta- actually, I don't know. Olympic I'm not sure if they're in or not. Uh, but if they, if, if, if competitive breakdancing in the cheerleading is not, that, 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 that that's the, uh, Slap in the face to all those professional yeah. cheerleaders. According to our friends at NBC5, uh, oh, that's, hey. that's an ad. Shh, go away, go away. Um, Olympic Committee said it would officially recognize cheerleading as an Olympic sport. So, yeah, cool. Now, cool with that then. Never mind. I don't know when. Take it back. It's a long. Uh, the first medal is potentially in 2028 in, the, in LA. So, that'd be really dope. So yeah, okay. I, I, I'm cool with breakdancing. So if breakdancing got in before cheerleading, I've been upset. We're getting breakdance. Well, breakdancing is in 2024. Cheerleading's 2028. Yu-Gi-Oh! 2028. Now that looks bad for cheerleading. It's getting in the same time Yu-Gi-Oh's getting in there. Call of Duty 20. What would that be? 32. Now, esports. I think is. I don't know. We're going down an Olympic chain, even though the Olympics are over. You know, <laughs> we figure we should probably should have talked about this last week. But what are you gonna do? Um, I we think missed that one week. <laughs> esports is also in that talk as well. If you know the answer to it fully at infinite underscore pods because we got to keep moving with this train rolling. Um, but Kevin, to go from one sport of competitiveness of, you know, making sure you're the best at what you can be to someone who's not being the best they can be of a director because he's spoiling his movie already six months before it comes out. There's already a spoiler for Morbius. He said six months before it comes out. If it comes out. <laughs> Potentially. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Um, so it looks like he, like you said, there may be an early spoiler in the movie. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we kind of know Michael Keaton is in it, mm-hmm. right? We know, we know um, he's in it. He was in the first trailer. Seems like forever ago that came out and we were 
Because I think Morbius was supposed to come out in March. My God, it's been that long. It seems like it. And it looks like uh, the spider that we didn't want that got a trailer last week might be in the movie as well. Yeah. So uh, it looks like, <laughs> according to the director of the film, Daniel Espinosa, um, he quoted saying this, it usually feels strange before the day begins on filming when you look at the schedule and stay on the set yourself. When you walk around there, recording just looks like a Swedish production. When you look at the schedule and read names like Michael Keaton, Jared Leto, Tom Hardy, then it feels cool and very exciting. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean Tom Hardy's going to be in the set. Maybe he was just quoting, you know, we're in the same Spider-Verse. But, I mean, come on. you know, It's not off the top of your head if you got the other two actors in your movie and didn't say Tyrese instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Whenever I see Tom Hardy, I automatically go Tom Holland because it's because of Tom and the H. The Tom so H. I'll, I'll finish the rest of it in my mind. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of predicted. The Spider-Verse is finally connecting itself to... And there's the rumor of Tom Holland Spider-Man maybe being in Venom. So hey, we're getting vampires now. Um, they're trying. Uh, I give Sony all the credit, but um, mm-hmm. unless it's uh, Into the Spider-Verse, I don't really want to see any of their movies. It's just me. Mm. I'll see them from the podcast and hopefully on Eric, Mr. Eric V's dime. Um, but <laughs> or my dime. Oh yeah, or, 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 or on your hard work, not on your dime. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> wink, wink. wink. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it it will be kind of exciting to see, I guess, some synergy between the Sp- the Sony Spider Man universe, the Spunk, I think is what it's called. Yes, because right? we're also supposed to. Yes, you're right. Uh, we're also <laughs> supposed to get like a Silver Sable and a was a White Cat movie too. Yeah, somewhere that was a while ago, and there was also a movie with uh, another female Spider Man character. I can't remember her name. Spider Woman was supposed to get a thing. It was her and somebody. Um, Silk. Yes, Silk. That's who it was. Yeah, it was Silk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they're trying. They're trying to do something, and more power to them. I, I, hope, I hope it's just better than that first time in the movie. I was like, okay. I mean, I could have stayed home and watched it. I didn't even come leave my house. <laughs> I could have stayed home and ate my own popcorn. Very good. <laughs> but something we are actually excited for is that Star Wars Ahsoka series, which we're probably, I would say, two years away from still getting because a casting call just went out for the female co-star of the series which we predicted it the whole damn time you gotta go back to our mandalorian episodes sabine wren's supposed to be in the ahsoka series i missed those Mandalorian episodes i used to record those in the bedroom of my apartment you know what's funny i actually look at the stats the mando episodes are our highest most listened to episodes above wandavision and above falcon falcon winter soldier really? right above wandavision yeah Interesting. Both seasons or just just season uh, two? Season, well, season two within the past year, so season two, yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. I never look at the stats because it, it just um, gives me undue anxiety. So like, why am I looking exactly. at these? I'm, just have fun at I'm having a fun time. You know, that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and like we said before, unfortunately, um, Sasha Banks is already somebody else, so she can't be subpoenaed, right? <laughs> yeah, so Kevin, I'll say the thing that we'll sort of come up with our dream castings of who we kind of want in it so far, if it could happen. Um, but according to Slash Film and the Hollywood Reporter, um, who both reported about Marvel's What If, which we'll get to in about oh, 20 minutes, um, they were discussing animated characters who've made the jump to live action where, uh, where they threw in a line that said, uh, pretty much talking about Peggy Carter, uh, Rosario Dawson is leading a live action Ahsoka spinoff for Disney+. Plus, With sources saying Lucasfilm is looking for an actress to star opposite Dawson as Mandalorian warrior Sabine Wren. There you go. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, and it's happening, and this is also coming after we got the news that the guy from, not, not that, that's Blue Beetle, um, Aladdin, the guy that played Aladdin is going to maybe be, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. be Ezra. So it looks like this is coming together pretty fast. And the voice of uh, Thrawn, voice of Thrawn, is some is a Mickelson. Lars Mickelson could be coming back as Thrawn. So this makes sense that you have lead, male lead, male villain. All right, cool. Here's female co-star. Um, so we're right on the right path for this. And for, for Rebels fans, that's what we want. Like, all right, cool. We're getting this, you know, sort of, uh, what, what's your name? What is your name? Twi'lek. Oh. Twi'lek. 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 Oh, uh, the, the, she was just on the episode of Bad Batch. I know. God that's dang. why I was like, wait, come on. You had her name. Oh, come to me. Oh, the ghost. Oh, oh my gosh. Come on. Come on. We got it. We got it. Come on. Hera. There we go. Hera. Hera. There you go. Because there's Sabine, <laughs> then there's Duchess Satine, <laughs> which is Clone Wars, and then Hera doesn't have a name like that at all. Um, but it makes sense that maybe Hera and Azeb are the two characters they kind of exclude from the show because they're not human characters, but everyone else can be in it. All right, actually, I actually already know who I want them to cast as Zeb. Uh, it would be awesome to get to got Batista. I think he'd be the best Zeb in the world. Batista just typecasted as just being the beastly <laughs> character pretty much in everything. But Zeb had had layers. I think Batista can portray those layers. We, we, we saw Mike a streaming Myers. commercial. He can be Zeb. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, that's um, the thing is that, like, if you look at the Disney Plus shows, at least on the Marvel side, I mean, Star Wars side, haven't really had, like, a, a go-to creature, like a Chewbacca really a Chewbacca really overall or any Wookiees or an Ewok or anything like that because it's you got to either have a person in caution the whole time and they're kind of got a stiff face or they're inanimate and can't really talk which like a Chewbacca essentially we got close with Grogu but I mean he kind of yeah, it, was, it was his show he wasn't Grogu's technically a pup oh, sorry Grogu's a puppet spoilers um, but not, not like a like a Peter Mayhew um, or I forgot the new yeah. guy's name in the costume uh, I think like a Zeb like if it looked like CGI if they wanted to do that it looked kind of weird, and then Hera, um, Twi'leks, they, like, when you see them in Star Wars live action, they're not there for a long while. Be- ah- Ahsoka, I guess, s- sort of getting there. Um, not, she's not a Twi'lek, but like, we're getting more animation yeah. prop of characters with having headgear and head extensions and stuff like that. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Hera, maybe the kid. Uh, I forgot what the kid's name is, Hera's kid's name is. So. Oh, oh, I call, I call him, um, um, shoot, now I can't remember the Jedi's name. Dang it. I'm okay, bad well, with names. He has today. two names. It's uh, Caleb, Caleb Doom, and then uh, <laughs> your face right now is hilarious. <laughs> hey, we'll call him Little Caleb from that one though. How about go. that? There you go. There you go. Kano. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, who are you casting as Sabine Wren hoodie? Um, yeah. So my um, oh, hold on. There we go. There we go. Uh, Kanan, there we go. Kano. Kanan. Kano is from Mortal Kombat. Uh, my lead is it's gonna lead into our new next story. Chloe Bennett. Um, Agents of Shield is Quake uh, as Daisy slash Quake. She was supposed to be in a show coming up, but which we'll talk about in a minute. I think she's a good sort of like age wise. I think she's our age. She's like twenty nine. Um, for a Sabine to be sort of a little bit middle because i think in rebels she was maybe what like 15 16 not hard to tell but star wars because technically luke was like 18 in the new hope but he kind of yeah you don't even think about the ages. So like you kind of like <laughs> all right cool made him aside so someone around somewhere around his age our age as well so that would make sense for me um i would see people really want i don't know if this is your pick really wanted the voice actress uh, to play her but she uh she's a lot older than what Sabine looks is and probably should look like, you know? 
Yeah, I was actually thinking. Oh, I'd, sorry. Her, sorry. Her name is Tia Sarkar. There you go. Tia Sarkar. Who was on the good place? Her. She was the uh, like anti. Uh, oh yeah. Place good place person. The actor. Yes. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking, thinking, thinking really hard. I think your choice of Chloe Bennett is actually a, a pretty good choice. Um, staying in the CW verse, I actually think the lady that plays Nora wouldn't be a bad choice either. Even though she's older, she looks a lot younger than she actually is. Okay. Um, um, on Legends, right? And yes. No, uh, Flash's daughter. Flash's daughter. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember her name or the actress's name. Um, then the other lady I, I was thinking about, I also can't remember her name. Do you remember the uh, the female Jessica lead Parker in Kennedy. Pacific Rim that piloted the Jaeger with him? Uh, the first one or the second one? The first one. Yes. No, the daughter, right? The surrogate daughter? Yeah, the surrogate daughter, yes. Uh, Rinko thought, Kikuchi. That's what her, her actress's name is. Yes, I think she might be a good choice, too. Um, but I think it's your choice is a little bit smarter because since it's a new show and they, they've already got their big name cast, Rosario Dawson, as Ahsoka, mm-hmm. it'll be smart to get maybe, maybe like a lesser known up-and-coming actress to yeah. play. I mean, you could say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a, a big show, but, you know, still, not a lot of people, like, it is easy. Disney does like to play with Marvel and Disney back and forth. Thing. I mean, look, Marina Massad is in, was in Aladdin. He's doing this. Um, so I'm excited for that. But that does mean, which is what's happening now, she's not going to be on the Powerpuff Girls show anymore. Yeah, maybe that's why. Dun, 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 dun. dun. Um, but yeah, so according, uh, as of yesterday, um, Chloe Bennett's actually exited the Powerpuff Girls series, uh, saying because of scheduling conflicts. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Um, no one usually leaves a show unless something bigger is out there. You know what I'm saying? Let alone the show that's not even on the air yet. Or it's the Powerpuff Girls, which, you know, people were kind of roasting. But, you know, it, it's still you're going to watch at least the first episode. Uh, but according to Variety, uh, scheduling conflicts forced her to leave the show. Um, it appears that uh, Dove Cameron and Yana Peralt are still attached to the series as uh, Bubbles and Buttercup. Yes, I did that right. Yes. And um, but no her. So that'll be interesting to see. Will this Powerpuff Girls show make it to the light of day? Because we want Donald Faison to get some work. Come on. He needs it. Turk, we need some work. I also still contend that the reason Black Lightning ended is because Chris Williams was cast as Blue Marvel. And he's going to be in the Marvels. But I have no proof to back that up. Mm-hmm. But it's just what I my, my heart wants. It's what my heart. It's what inside wants of me. I really want it to happen. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm making them up on my vision board. Yes. Uh, but we sort of we're staying in the realm of everything of casting news. Essentially, we have a rumor. We have someone leaving. Now we have someone coming into a franchise because. It's been a great month, I would say, for Idris Elba because it's going to keep on going. Knuck till you buck. He's been cast as Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It seems like he reached a point in his career where he just wants to have fun. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? Like, what do I want to do? Like, what? I think does Idris have kids? Idris Elba's kids. I don't. He may have one small child. I'm not Uh, He has two kids. He has Isan Elba and Winston Elba. They're kind of a little grown, um, but still, nonetheless, good for him, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because I mean, we, I mean, if you if you see it, if you if you've seen it, um, Suicide Squad, he didn't just show up for a check. He, oh, sorry, he put his whole the Suicide Squad, Kevin. Sorry, we got distance. The Suicide Squad, yeah. yes, not to be confused with the Academy Award winning. Yes, which Suicide hopefully Squad. this one gets one because then that'll be even more confusing. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch that movie, he didn't he didn't just show up and collect the check. He actually put a lot of effort in that movie, and mm. it's like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
I like the uh, the end of the, it's got gets well. It's been a week. The end of the movie <laughs> where he goes to pet that rat, and you can see in his the eyes he's, he's really rat. like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a really cool scene. Um, well, this but is yeah, funny. This, is, this is funny is because you could get blood sports. I don't know if you still can now. Uh, skin in Fortnite, his little like loot uh, decoration creature is Sebastian the Rat. I'm just saying. Oh, that's awesome. Fort, Fortnite's on it. Fortnite's they're, they're just on it. They got Superman out now. <laughs> Unless you can play Superman, I don't care. I want to be actually be well, invulnerable and win every time. You get to be Superman, but he doesn't have the powers of Superman. So what are you going to do? But anyway, uh, yeah. So fresh off the Suicide Squad, um, he tweeted out the announcement with uh, pretty much a fist, of the Knuckles fist. It said, knock, knock, hashtag Sonic Movie 2, hashtag Knuckles. Um, pretty much confirming he's going to be coming with uh, Ben Schwartz's Sonic Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik. Also supposed to be getting, if you saw the end credits of Sonic, uh, Tails is making an appearance. Um, Timeline-wise, they're pulling from the third Sonic game. That's when Knuckles gets introduced, if you need a video game history right there. Is he a bad guy when he's introduced, or was he just another character you could play? I don't remember, because a lot of the video games and the TV shows blur together. Because I feel like in a TV yeah. show, he was a bad guy at first, then became good. And then obviously, there, I don't remember what game. There's a lot of Sonic games on like the GameCube that just m- messed everything up. There were a few games where it was just like, pick your favorite superpowered, you know, rodent. And mm-hmm. Knuckles and Sonic were on the same team. I'm like, who's this <laughs> big cat guy? I'm like, I do not know. He fishes all the time all of a sudden. And there's one game I think Knuckles could fly. Well, Knuckles can always fly. I mean, he can glide, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I said, a lot, of, a lot of those little small characters are very confusing. They run yeah. together. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's fine. Um, but yeah, the movie's going to come out April 8th, 2022, uh, which is really dope because, I mean, it's, it's probably in production now. For, I mean, that's pretty early next year. Um, it'll just be fun because I think the first one was actually low-key good. You know, it wasn't it like was. the best movie ever, but like out of the year we had of movies last year with Pandemic, it was good. It was a, it was a light in the, the darkness, you know? <laughs> It was on par with um with a uh, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was on par with that. But I enjoyed both. Like those are two movies I actually finished and then watched again. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so it's coming out next year. Um, it's exciting and you know good for Idris Elba. You know he he he's in his niche now. Can we get a Suicide the Suicide Squad two? Please, we want it. He loves it. Also, he could be James Bond and be fine. Yeah, be, it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Just make him James Bond. But if it <laughs> interferes with Bloodsport, you know maybe not. I don't know. And Knuckles. Those are priorities now. (laughs) Um, But Kevin, while we're talking about superheroes in the DC universe, let's get into it. It's time for the DC check-in. We got some shows back this week. We got some shows back. And as Kevin gets his recap juice uh, together for Stargirl, I want to let you know that this podcast is not brought to you by anything. But if you love investing in things, a Lord of the Rings themed cryptocurrency exists now. And it's called JRR Token. Uh, Uh, That's all we're going to do because it's not, don't invest in it. It's not a good token or digital cryptocurrency, but you know what? It's got a fun name. And that's how Dogecoin started back. Remember that at the beginning of this year? (laughs) Make Dogecoin a dollar. And I was like, I don't mean to be a hater, but I don't want all people to become millionaires. We had 80 cents. I was like, oh no, we're going to go up and up. Oh, oh, oh no, we went back down. (laughs) We went back down. One faithful Elon Musk SNL appearance later. Mm, we thought it was going to go up. It went down. It tanked. Uh, but anyway, Kevin, uh, we had Legends, Superman, Lois, and Stargirl. Legends was pretty cool. It was kind of like a big Lebowski, Kingpins uh, parody. It was a whole bowling episode where they were ba- bowling for the fate of Earth, literally, as a bowling ball. Um, pretty much 
it seems like the direction we're going that Constantine is going to get off the sh- the character off the show, but in a bad way, which is weird because most of the time when Legends characters leave, they always leave on a good note for the most part. Yeah, he was. It was almost like he was on drugs this episode. Like he was on edge yeah. the entire time. It was, it was almost mm-hmm. like almost unsettling to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he made a spell that kind of took them to where Earth should be, but I guess when alley, yeah. um, Sarah and her team went to the Earth, Earth just disappeared into this bowling alley, basically. Mm-hmm. And but the whole time he just seemed off. I, I mean, I really enjoyed the performance. What I'm saying, I, I don't think it was bad, but I really enjoyed his performance on how we just like after what he went through the week before. It was like, yeah, he's. Different man now. He's he's Constantine <laughs> one again, um, but that was Legends was kind of the, uh, they did have Ava try on wedding dresses, which was fun. I mean, we kind of already know the direction we're going. Season finale Ooh, will be the wet drop something. Uh, will be the wedding most likely makes sense. Uh, but then Kevin on the returning Star Girl at eight o'clock on Tuesdays now. Uh, pretty much recap uh, what's happening now at least this season. Gearing up for summer break, so they're still in school. Um, Star Girl's doing seven right? seven day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's doing uh, seven day a week trolls apparently, and her team is tired. Like mm-hmm. all the evil was gone. We won't do anything. But so they, they're kind of driving the narrative that she still needs Star Girl to feel relevant. Uh-huh. Um, go through all of that. Uh, we find out that the woman, the little girl, the woman that is um cat cat girl, cat woman, not cat man because it's a girl. She still feels bad for killing the thinker mm-hmm. on the previous season. Sorry, spoiler. Who do you think died uh, last Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, it looks like Solomon Grundy is still is still um, out it. somewhere because he, yeah. he found a footprint. Um, go through all that to find out that she actually failed two subjects to go to summer school because she was too busy being Stargirl to pass subjects, um, that, that, which canceled a family vacation they had planned. And also, the bad girl from last week season is back now, and she's going to make her own uh, her own new super team. And she put out a picture of her prospect, prospective um, teammates, and one of them is Stargirl's little brother. So that's interesting. Then at the end of the episode, somebody broke into their house and tried to take a lantern. Uh, a green lantern? That was green. Yeah, yes. Turns out that she said she's Green Lantern's daughter. So that's where we go our narrative. Diggle? So was, it was a pretty cool is episode. Sarah Diggle? Is that who it is? Um, what if this is... The, ooh, that'd be crazy if this was no, one this of the planets the Earth universe, where you know? Diggle still had a daughter. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You're welcome. I just made a little spin for you for that. Um, it's interesting. That was pretty much on Stargirl, right? That was, that was pretty much it, yeah. Um, interesting note before we talk about Superman Lois, uh, this is related to Legends, sort of, because Dominic Purcell, who plays uh, Mick on the show, he's in this Netflix movie called Blood Red Sky. You might have seen it. It's the vampire uh, airplane movie. It's been on like the top 10 for, for, for forever. Apparently... Sorry, it's going to go it, uh, this week. If it does the numbers right, it's going to be the highest or the most viewed German project in Netflix history where it's going to surpass 50 million household streams uh, within the first month of its viewing or uh, availability. Speaking of Netflix movies, there's a movie. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It was called Badasses Down on the Bayou. Badasses Down on the Bayou. It stars Danny Trejo and Danny Glover as like Badass 65. 65- Maybe it maybe it might be three. Um, anyway, it's just a movie with them being old beat up people. It's, it's hilarious. But there is a scene in this movie where they're in a bank. They try to rob the bank. Danny Trejo throws like a uh, like a paperweight ball uh-huh. that hits one of the robbers in the balls. And Danny Glover looks in the camera and says, "These nuts!" It's the funniest thing in the world. 
See, uh, Kevin and I get a little desperate before before we were losing Marvel content. Now it's back. We're like, oh, thank God. We don't have to watch these weird things anymore. Oh, if, if you can find that clip on YouTube, your day will be made. That's all I want to say. There you go. <laughs> um, but then Superman and Lois came back. We have uh, technically a two-part finale, essentially. Um, the penultimate episode this season pretty much found out uh, that Morgan Edge has become the Eradicator, where if he looks at you weird, I guess, you get Superman's or you get Kryptonian powers. And it was really cool. Um, it, there was a lot of focus on the the other family. Uh, I forget their forget their name. Langs. The no, not the, the Lanes. The no, the Langs. The yes, Langs. You're right. Langs. Right. Yeah. Langs. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Because um, apparently they're moving. We'll see how that happens. Uh, but the main thing was uh, Morgan Edge uh, rescued Lana Lar. There's a lot of L names I've noticed on this show. Really is. Lang. Yes. Line. Um, who was essentially the girl from Degrassi who we've talked about. They go to Metropolis and uh, are pretty much going to wreak havoc. That's where Lois, Superman, and uh, yeah, I think just Lois and Superman go into Metropolis. She, Lois actually reports from the dang tower that uh, we saw in the other Earth she died from. Thought yeah. it was going to happen again. I was like, oh, was like, oh no. They're actually doing it. And I was like, oh, they didn't. Uh, Nick of Time, uh, John Henry, John Henry, yes. Irons? John Henry Irons, yeah. John Henry Irons, yes, there we go. Um, saves the day with his hammer. A lot of Thor uh, sort of essentially references there. But the way the hammer hit her was like, don't she did. Hilarious. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she got goofed. She's like, I'm going to get you. Gonk. Bonk, gonk. Um, but then essentially we find out, okay, cool. They stopped uh, the eradicator. He fled. Turns out he was going for John Jordan. Yes. Jordan, Kip, Jordan yes. who has the powers. I got to remember that one. Um, he takes him and puts his dad's spirit into Jordan. And now he's going to be evil in the finale. It was kind of weird hearing him talk, but hearing like the old man. What's was like, huh? Oh, he has a really baby face. Yeah, it's it, really it weird. was kind of TV defied. You know, what are you going to do? It's um, fine. It's but fine, it yeah. is like we predicted. He is going to go uh, all super on everybody. The, Jam- the other James Gunn movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, br- br- bright burn. Right. That bright burn. That's what it was. Yes, he's going to go bright yeah, yeah. burn everybody, which we predicted for the first episode, forgot about it, and now it's happening. <laughs> and it actually is cool because I always hear a lot, of, a lot of people who love Superman as like the number one hero always say, the best way to uh, do a Superman villain is not just making somebody that's big and strong. It's the element of emotion. And what's more emotional than Superman having to fight his son. own son? His own son. <laughs> It's own son. Um, yeah, so finale is next week, and then uh, the week after, Supergirl's back, uh, which to me really dope. Got, gotta see that Diggle episode because come on, Green Lantern, fully, give me it. Yeah, I, I kind of enjoy like the, this, this Diggle, like not a trilogy, but like it's just random oh, appearances through yeah. all the, all the shows this year. It's kind of cool. Just give, <laughs> give me more. Give me the damn show, please. Which will be interesting because if Star Girl's doing Green Lantern, I have a feeling we ain't gonna get it anytime soon. Well, they still haven't kind of said, like, they've alluded a lot on Superman and Lois that they're still kind of on the same universe as Flash and the Legends, mm-hmm. but they never haven't really said where Stargirl is, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I think they kind of said it was it was Earth 2 because we're supposed to get Jay Garrick in it this season somewhere down the Yeah, you're right. So, say what you will, and obviously the Flash and every, a lot of the pieces of planets and, and universes are everywhere else where they shouldn't be, they don't really explain it that well, but that's what they said is happening. Well, today is the season premiere of Titan, so if you watch that, let us know how you, what do you think of it. Yes, but Kevin, what we're talking about, the title of this episode, is about other multiverses and other variants, because it's time for, uh, 
What did, did we give this one a name? What if Wednesday? I know it's What if Wednesday, but did we give a song for it yet? Song for it. What if? I have to think about it. It's a song oh, called What If That. Oh, Aaliyah it's What If no, Marvel was. Well, that's what it was. It was that. But we oh, yeah. Remember, it was, okay, so you remember <laughs> that song. We're talking about What If right now. Uh, the first episode is What If Ca- uh, Captain Carter Became uh, Captain America. Really dope. I mean, you've seen the posters. You've seen um, pretty much the images. It was finally dope just to get here. Once again, have the Marvel Studio logo pop up on a weekly basis. You love it. Awesome. Chef's kiss. But it changes into sort of a little bit of a comic book. An animated style. And then we sort of have like a Twilight Zone narration uh, from Jeffrey Wright as a Uandu, the Watcher. I thought it was great, too. Um, I, I love the way he sets it up. It was like, oh, now, I, 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 even if you're not intensely following what happened on Loki and the rest of the shows, this mm-hmm. kind of sets you up. Okay, just, just, just what if? So yes. what if, you know, <laughs> how this happened? So like way he narrates it, and, and when he says, you might want to go back up, up into the um, the booth for this, like she did, they did in the movie. She said, no, I'll stay here. And he goes, just like that. A new world was made. He was like, oh, wow, that's really yeah. cool. Um, the interesting <laughs> thing is, I thought, now this is just a critique thing. It'd be doper if we had his narration happen first, and then and then the Marvel Studios logo popped up. Because I'm like, oh, and then it's essentially your cold open, essentially. But they're like, all right, boom, here we go, here we go. It's going to be fun. And who knows? I mean, obviously, as the show goes, this is the first episode, so it's the intro. Maybe the Marvel Studios logo actually changes, you know, instead of Steve Rogers, Captain America, you have Captain Carter in all of his scenes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll probably do that. It's a lot of work, you know, but, you know, it'd be really dope if they did. And Marvel could do it, you know. That's a timeline thing. Just take it out, put it in. It's fine. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so essentially (laughs) this one, if wasn't really Captain Carter became uh, Steve Rogers, really Captain Carter stayed on the ground is like what Kevin said. (laughs) She sailed the ground, and because of that, the uh, guy who ended up, you know, causing havoc after he became Captain America, does it before he even Instead goes through the thing, shoots mm-hmm. Steve. Um, she she's able to subdue him and um, kill him before he can do anything else. But at uh, that time, they're like about to lose all the power to make it, so she just kind of just gets in and becomes Captain Carter. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok where it's like. I like you. Have a cupcake. I like you. Have a cupcake. Hers is the one that slap my eyes like the drum. Like that is that that's her because everyone's thirsty after. You know what? Good because she was built. <laughs> yeah, it's thick. I saw there's other thick. sorry there's just memes, but there's another meme of this scrawny dude and like an Amazonian woman. Like that's just their relationship right now. Actually, an episode of Futurama called Amazonian Women in the Mood. That's yeah, really about it was like that Amazonian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but after that we, we kind of get into the expected you know uh dirtbag uh male um uh, i guess manager person that's women can't be soldiers bruh, 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 yeah, bruh, which bruh. is weird cause obviously you know tommy lee jones wouldn't do it but it's like oh, okay come on tommy lee jones what else are you doing well he got killed uh he got shot if you remember um in in, in that whole scruff he actually got shot oh, that, that was another part of the what if thing didn't pay attention to that. okay okay that makes sense then um, but yeah, I don't even. I don't think this guy was in the movie. Actually, I think, I think uh, he was characters. not Kevin. He was actually in Agent Carter. It was Bradley Whitford. You might know him from Get Out and Cabin in the Woods and uh, Happy Billy Madison. There you go. Uh, he was the voice of him. He's in Agent Carter, and he's essentially uh, a Shield SSR antagonist uh, to uh, Haley Atwell's uh, Agent Carter the entire series. Who's he in Billy Madison? Uh, he's the rich guy uh, he competes against at the academic decathlon. That guy? Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. No wonder he was so, such a jerk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you also had <laughs> Dominic Cooper voiced uh, Howard Stark again, and you did have Sebastian Stan, 
Um, pretty much most of the characters in this voice the same characters except Steve Rogers. Even Stanley Tucci voiced uh, uh, the scientist. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Ibrahim Enric, something. Enric, yeah, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, so then, uh, oh, and this was cool is that they had um, Ross Marquand, who's Aaron from The Walking Dead, who is the new voice he for the Stonekeeper, I guess you want to say, Red Skull. He voiced him in the in this show, which is really cool because he actually get the, got to be the German Red Skull. Yeah, I didn't even realize that it, that it wasn't um, the guy who did it actually in the movie. I'm like, oh, Mr. I ain't got him back too. I'm like, no, it was the same guy. Hugo from Weaving. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. He, he, he was like the king bad guy for a while. He's every bad guy. He's every bad guy. That's why he was probably in that movie. Um, but yeah, so then is I thought this episode was really good, just of just talking about you know her being a woman but having these powers sort of being kept aside. Whereas Steve was sort of promoted of, look, he's Captain America. He's just an icon. She was like, no, just stay in. And she kind of fought her way to be Captain Carter slash sort of a Captain Britain. Britain sort of a pun on that until Howard gave her the shield and the costume made a reference like, oh, yeah, they're going to make you do a whole show and dance and make you laugh and sell war stocks. But just do this instead. I also did. Uh, I was actually scared that they were going to just kill off Steve Rogers. I'm I did too, it. multiple times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they actually ended up. Uh, should we get to that part of the episode yet, or should we just keep going? Yeah, we're just going through the whole episode. If uh, okay. obviously this is spoilers, uh, we've kind of already been spoiling it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, true. So we're sort of going back and forth with sort of our favorite bits of the episode, which I want to get to because you're going to jump ahead a little bit. I love that we went back to Thornburg, the the Norway town, which eventually becomes New Asgard. I was like, this yeah. is dope as hell. I was like, that's oh, a giant tank. It's not that big in this animation style, but you know what? I like it. <laughs> and that was cool because that's, that's still where the Tesseract was. And then we find out that uh, her first mission is Captain Captain Carter, not Captain America. Where his first mission was to go behind the lines and catch and save Bucky. Her first mission was basically to go stop the Tesseract from getting into the getting into, I guess, the the Fuhrer's hands or anything mm-hmm. like that, something like that. Mm-hmm. Which in turn gave uh, Dominic Cooper Howard Stark the technology he needed to make. Basically, um, the the uh, the first Iron Man suit, Mark for one. Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. Mark One. I thought, like, wow, I I kind of like how that all brought around. Now I'm just like, I can see myself watching this as an actual series. Yeah, um, so pretty <laughs> much now, Steve, because he he could walk, but he he just he had a cane, kind of cane. Um, this allowed him to go into battle too. So it was really dope to see just Iron Man, Captain America into battle. You know, she really literally rode him into battle at times. <laughs> I kept seeing, seeing that in the trailer, and I kept th- maybe thinking, thinking of the Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. And then I guess he didn't have repulsors left, but he, he had like the fight, the flamethrowers like he'd had in Iron Man One. Yeah, he had a big old jetpack on his back. I mean, it, it was like I could watch this weekly show. And as I, I texted you earlier, it really gave me Clone Wars vibes. Yeah, I think, and obviously, look at Clone Wars season one compared to where it was last year. Like completely different looking. I think this is going to be the same thing when we get. It was like from season one to two. And they figure out, all right, cool, let's put more budget into this or not. Because, you know, at times it did look a little weird. And I, I liked it for the most part. Um, some, some scenes were a little different, but what are you going to do? It's animation. You're trying their best. Um, but then we kind of cut to the train scene again. Completely different. And they made the joke of, of uh, Bucky like, oh, I almost lost my arm. Are you gripping my arm that tight? And it's like, ha-ha, they'd made another pun later in the episode too. Give me a hand or whatever. It's like, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Yeah, every time I think of that, I always think of the, also the scene of um, Toy Story. Oh, just give me a hand here. And he just throws his arm at him. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have uh, Steve trying to stop the train. He goes in it, 
and finds out it's uh, sabotaged, and it looks like he's dead again. And you're like, damn, they killed it. And I, for a second, I was like, oh, man, like, I have no expectation. I guess he's dead. Like, that's the thing. Like, he was not bulletproof, you know, essentially bulletproof like he is in the MCU. Yeah, it was It was, it was kind of almost traumatized. Like, oh, no. Steve gone? Then they oh, buried him in, in snow. I was like, wait a second. Are they making him the Winter Soldier now? <laughs> Well, I thought too. I was like, okay, they're gonna, going that other one. If it's gonna be, if she's Captain Carter, then he becomes Winter Soldier. That way, it's still kind of like two people that love each other a lot are yes. batting batting heads, basically. Um, but then essentially, we have we also forgot to mention uh, we still have the dancing uh, relationship between yeah. Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers. Really dope, and it's just like, ah oh, man, look at them, those sweethearts over there. Uh, this funny thing was they're about to kiss, and Dominic Cooper's like, Bucky stole the Jeep. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Dominic Cooper was great as Howard Stark. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it made me realize how much, uh, not how much, but that, we, we got the older version of Howard Stark, of course, a couple times, but that mm-hmm. version of Howard Stark was probably one of the cool, funniest, coolest ones that we only got to see once. Agent Carter again, he's in that series. So this one episode has paid pretty much everyone to go watch Agent Carter on Disney+. Plus. Watched like the first four or five, and I, I really liked too. it. I just never mm-hmm. kept up with it. I think I think he probably had to get to like season two, then he's like, all right, all right this, is, this is the show now. Um, yeah. But essentially then uh, Agent Carter... Captain Carter, sorry about that. Uh, just got weird names with different shows. Says I'm. Uh, she's. Uh, it's funny. She talks back uh, to Bradley Whitford's general character. Like you haven't earned your place at the table, which is a fun little reference at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And then she goes and storms uh, essentially Red Skull's castle because he doesn't have the base he has at the end of Captain America. So this is where kind of the episode diverges a lot more than it does in Captain America the movie. Um, I thought it was gonna be. Um, the castle where uh dang, what is his name uh where oh, what is her name what is her name where quicksilver and uh wanda oh, yeah. are born i was like oh that's gonna be it. it wasn't that's fine um but it turns out that um red skull has not only captured steve uh but he's taken the tesseract because for a second there's a, like a weird air where like oh red skull all of a sudden has a tesseract and i was like how do you get the tesseract then you find out oh yeah he captured steve does that make sense and he summons a portal Successfully opens the portal this time, and out comes a tentacle monster. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was a Cthulhu or something Cthulhu. else. But... Well, that leads to a theory, which we'll do at the end of this. Uh, it's in the Easter still... eggs, but I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> um, but essentially, um, it's cool. Captain Carter actually gets the actual sword, so she's literally doing Captain Britain. That was his thing, sword and shield. And yeah. uh, Steve comes in. He obviously loses power and sees... Uh, Summing up the, the thing, Red Skull dies fully in this. Uh, and then Captain Carter has, yeah, a sacrifice, has a sacrifice moment of pushing the squid Cthulhu monster back in the portal. But she actually goes in the portal. And then, Kevin, what magical thing happens after that? He comes out of the portal. Literally seconds suddenly, after. <laughs> it's, I don't know how many years between 2012. that and... 20, it says 2012. I don't, I don't want to do the math of years. And she sees Nick Fury and Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and we, we get almost the same scene that we got from the, the Captain America. It was like, "Is everything okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I, I just I had a thing." I'm like, "Oh, yes. I, I love how they uh, yeah, played the same it, beat before that." And then the funny thing is, uh, it's literally the same exact scene of Loki coming out at the beginning of Avengers. Same, yeah, you're right. Same yeah. envi- it's the same place and everything, but same actions of like, um, "Excuse me, can you put the?" They say the I think the the stick down. She said, "Can you put the shield and the sword down?" Um, and then that's how the episode ends. And I was like, damn. I and mean, obviously, uh, Uandu uh, does a cool narration at the end. This is what if I can't get involved. You're going to get involved, probably. 
he, I, I believe Kong, he does get involved a few times and then it ends up being, him being banished from the Watchers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, it, we kind of got them teasing Guardians too, and now they're actually a thing. Um, but Kevin, now we were one episode in. Uh, what do you think's happening? Because Disney kind of secretly revealed the episode order of the next episodes. Yeah, I saw this on 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 our rundown here. Now I didn't know about the way that you saw. The way I saw it was because uh, if you go to the Marvel Legends tab, which kind of gives you a rundown of whatever characters debut in that week, there were three episodes there. It was one of Peggy Carter, one about the Avengers assembling, and one about I can't remember. So one about maybe like the Tesseract or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing the next episode is going to be. Uh, that shot we saw in the trailer where it's the Guardians assembling in New York and not the Avengers. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking. So apparently, uh, <laughs> thanks, and this is, we. You, you see, if you see the image, you clicked on this on hotnetty95.com slash crisis crew, where we pull our images from for press, the press images, the, the each image was labeled EP1, EP2, EP3, and there was 10, uh, 10 uh, images. Obviously, there's nine episodes this season. Uh, so Captain Carter was EP1. T'Challa as Star-Lord was the second episode. Avengers Murder Mystery, which I think is probably the end of this, which we'll get, uh, end of this episode, is episode three. Doctor Strange is four. Party Thor is number five, uh, which was like classic looking Thor. Uh, Stark uh, being partners with M'Baku. Zombies, Infinity Ultron, and then Guardians of the Multiverse. So that's that last episode. Um, Who knows if that's the actual order, but... That kind of is like, all right, we know what direction we're going. I would assume the Chitala episode is next, too. Ravagers was the third one. That was yes. it. So the Avengers, it's, it's Peggy Carter, the Avengers Initiative, and the Ravagers. Yes. Um, so that, that, that actually also uh, added to your, your thing about Chitala being next, because the Ravagers take them. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's funny, as Kevin and I were talking about this before the podcast, is that um, if if you did do a chronological rewatch of all the MCU, whether it was for Endgame or Black Widow, uh, it's actually paying off because this is doing stuff in chronological order. We have Captain America, and now the next thing would be Guardians, where Peter Quill gets taken uh, yep. in the eight seventies or eighties, uh, and then obviously we keep moving on until we get to Avengers, which is near the end of that timeline episode. Yeah, but I think after that would be something with Captain Marvel, right? Because that was the nineties. Yeah. Which I think that'll probably be. Well, I think the Captain Marvels. I think they're going through the first two phases. And then the uh, second two you. phases they'll do is like the second season because there's two seasons of nine episodes. But, Kevin, a question I want to ask you is, do you think these episodes, because we kind of talked about this before, are going to interconnect with each other essentially to episode nine or do you think they're kind of going to do their own thing? Um, I want to say 60% they may inter- interconnect mm-hmm. because obviously there's a scene where the Avengers assemble. Yes. The, the Avengers that we're familiar with Avengers and the Avengers... And what if, yeah. So... They got to meet at some point. Yeah. And and, and Owatu didn't say this is uh, different worlds that happen. He said this is what if one story. So I don't know if we're going to do different what if next week. Yeah. Uh, so interesting thing is uh, people are thinking that the tentacled monster uh, that sort of Red School was uh, uh, obsessed with that sort of his backup plan of the Tesseract. None other than Shumagorath, who was sort of the tentacle thing that was displayed on that wooden wall from Norway. Apparently, Shumagorath is could be t- potentially the villain in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which we mm. kind of know this show's kind of a little bit teeing up. Um, and it makes sense that that maybe is the monster threat because sort of pieces are different places now. And you kind of be like, all right, cool. Where we get to Avengers, wherever this season ends, I'm like, they already have the Tesseract. 
So it's not like Loki's coming in and taking it from them, at least in that episode or this episode. That's another thing, too. I want to, if any of the episodes are going to re explore uh, the Infinity Stones. Well, yeah. So apparently, obviously, that sort of Ultron vision episode is going to be one if he, he, if he took all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Ultron. I really want them to bring Ultron back at some point. Well, we're going to get that. <laughs> Will we get James Spader voicing him? That'd be dope. Come on. Give it to me. Uh, you humans and your strings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think the cool thing um, is if they do that, that's really dope. And it's still technically canon because it's a variant of everything. So we can enjoy it still, but not have it be like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would, And it's funny, this episode also left me with that Bad Batch feeling where it's like, could you release two a week maybe, please? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that sucks, but, you know, they got to write it out because by the time this is over... It'll be October gearing up with Hawkeye. Oh no, not Hawkeye with Eternals, and then Hawkeye. Eternals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and then that being said, we're, we're still we're like three weeks away from um, Shang Chi, so we're not that far out. Yes, can't, can't wait. Excited Labor Day weekend, baby. And uh, I, there will probably won't be any any interconnectedness. Don't don't believe that hype anymore of the movies, the TV shows, the same week being something you need to watch. You enjoy it as an entity. Well, if, if they had swapped uh, Loki and Falcon Winter Soldier, that would been pretty cool to see Falcon Winter Soldier and and, and Black Widow in the same week and seeing um, Allegra to pop up yes. twice. That would mm-hmm. been crazy. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so I'm excited. Obviously, we got an uh, episode to talk about every week for the next nine, eight weeks, I guess. Um, but, Kevin, that pretty much does it. Did you, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. There are a few things, like I said, when I texted uh, text you earlier, I was like um, – you can tell how it's for kids and adults because mm-hmm. they're, they're like that one scene where Pecky Carter punches the guy in the uh, in the stomach and gets really exaggerated. Ooh, yeah, that, that's for kids. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I think overall the image is for kids, but like if you pay yeah. attention to the plot and everything, that's for the adults. That's like how Bad Batch and all the Star Wars shows are. And that's what I'm going back to that. Why it's gave me Clone, Clone Wars vibes, especially last season. The fighting looked great. Mm-hmm. The fighting looked amazing. Like when she's actually doing her Captain Carter or Captain America thing, I was like, wow, it's not like. Sudden action like like the first season of Clone Wars. Oh, Captain, my captain. I really enjoyed it. Oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it too. I think it's gonna be fun. It's always fun just for when. Um, the thing is, we were like, ah, oh, Wednesdays. That's dumb. Wednesday releases have been great. They've broken up the week, and I appreciate it, especially with the Bad Batch on Friday. So like, it's great to have two things to look forward to in the week. The only reason I'm excited to go to work today because you know, I was, I was going to watch uh, What If at Lunch. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I was like, I might have called out today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll be back, obviously, on Monday talking about the final episode of season one of The Bad Batch. Go back to the prior, previous episode to learn more about that. Uh, can't wait to talk about that and sort of give our predictions for season two on that show. Yes, Kevin. So it'll be your last episode before your Disney trip. So we have Heck to do yes. some Dis- final Disney prep. Obviously, I... Uh, Will yes be giving my last minute what I've prepared for Disney? What uh, have I not prepared for Disney? Probably more of that and, and Universal. Universal have not planned a thing at all. We are gonna whoo dog. It can't I found, found a video on TikTok that shows you how to eat at Disney for thirty five dollars or less a day. Ooh, uh, you should uh, DM me that uh, immediately after this podcast recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we talking about that. Talking about the Bad Batch. Obviously, I picked a perfect time to leave uh, for a vacation for a week right after the Star Wars show ends. So. Perfect. Chef's kiss. Didn't even plan that at all. It just worked out like that. <laughs> Leave Star Wars or go see Star Wars. There you go. That's what you're going to do. Uh, but anyway, you can follow us at infinite underscore pods on Instagram or Twitter or Kevin in your best Optimus Prime rollout voice. Where can they go for them? Hot blogs. 
Hot995.com slash crisis crew. There you go. Uh, just say roll out for me real quick. Autobots, transform oh, and uh, roll out. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you tricked me there for a second. Um, but anyway, have a great weekend. Let us know what you're watching, what you're doing, whether it is, or you're going on vacation. You know, got a couple weeks really of summer, and then it's back to the fall, spooky season. We just actually booked our um, our Christmas Disney, I guess, Ooh. not hotel, but Airbnb. All so. right. Well, maybe we'll be talking about that on uh, Monday. So we will be. I'll give you the four one one and what the new Disney looks like. Oh yeah. T- tell me how to, how, how that Delta's going Disney. down there too. Pandemic <laughs> Disney. There you go. Anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. As always, my name's Hoodie, and I'm Kevin. And you've officially listened to this "What If" Wednesday, but really Thursday episode of what, Kevin? Crisis on. Infinite Podcast. What if Peggy was Captain America? Bum, she bum, really bum, cool. Bum. What if Peggy didn't kiss Steve? Cause she got absorbed in the portal. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.